You are listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose, the food business talk show that shares with you the reality of what's happening in the food and hospitality industry. I am on a mission to help as many people as possible grow and build successful food businesses. Each week on this podcast, you'll get useful information, top tips, as well as what's really happening in the kitchen behind the scenes. Let's get on to today's show. Well, hello, amazing people, and how are we all doing today? It's Naomi here, and I'm back for another episode of Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets. And today I am going to be talking about five mistakes to avoid when pricing your baked goods, because pricing is that mega mystery that we never know how to do. And I certainly never knew how to do it when I first started. Um, when I first opened the cafe, bar and bakery, I had not got a clue. And I spent a lot of time in Google trying to figure it out. I had huge spreadsheets and I, I quite literally spent days trying to work out how to figure it out myself. I don't know how much money I probably lost by not doing it right from the very beginning. So this is going to be a really useful podcast for you. But If you really struggle with pricing and you're finding this really hard, or maybe you're just starting out and just don't know how to figure it out because I didn't, like I said, it was a complete mystery to me. Or maybe you've already got a business and you're just churning the treadmill and not making any profit and it's just about keeping above water and you really want to know how you can make the most out of your business. So come and join my pricing masterclass. So I am going to be telling you how to price your bakes for profit. So this is really important. So it's going to be a really great masterclass. It's on the 30th of January. So that's Tuesday, the 30th of January at 8pm UK time. And it's going to be on Zoom. So it's 60 minutes. And I'm going to be taking you through exactly how to cost your bakes, how to work out what to charge, how to avoid undercharging, overcharging. And I'm going to give you some really handy resources that will help you get this right, because I really want to see you all having sustainable and profitable businesses, because yes, folks, it's okay to have profit and do something you love. That's fine. I'm going to be talking about all of this in the masterclass. So it's going to be really, really useful. So if you are struggling with this, come and join this masterclass. It is really, really going to help you. I have put everything in it and I'll be there live. And if you can't join live, don't worry because you're going to get a recording. So you have lifetime access to it so you can watch it back. So do come to the masterclass because you're going to find it really, really valuable. I'll put the links in the show notes. It's on my social channels. It should be on my website. If not, I'll put it on there, but it'll be in the link to this show notes. So come and join the pricing masterclass. Today is a little bit of a taster of some of the things that are easy mistakes to make when you don't know. We just don't sometimes, when you start a baking business, sometimes you just don't have the knowledge in terms of working out how to work out those prices or how to do other stuff. I know so many of you are amazingly talented bakers that love doing what they do. Sometimes we just don't know how to do the business stuff. I certainly didn't. The first 15 months of opening a cafe, bar and bakery, I had absolutely not got a clue. Despite what it might seem from the outside, I really was winging it for most of it. So if you feel like that, you're not alone. There are many people that also feel like that. But what we can really get smart on is how we price our bakes from the get-go. Because if you get that right, you're going to create sustainability and you're going to create profit in your business, which will help you to grow. And when you see that, then you'll see that you have got a business that is successful. I'm just going to say one thing before I kind of go into my main points. You see so many businesses, certainly baking wise that say they're not making enough money it's a really hard industry you have to work long hours 
but they're probably not doing their pricing correctly most of the time. They're not actually being realistic of what they what they actually need to earn to make a comfortable living. And that's where it all starts. It's got to start with what you need to earn. And then you can work it backwards from there. It it sounds simple when you say it like that, but it actually really is. It's just working out numbers. And business is a lot about data and numbers and that's what's really important. So I'm going to talk to you about five mistakes to avoid when pricing your baked goods. So my first mistake I would avoid is undercharging. Now, as an industry and as bakers, we feel that we can't charge for something we love doing. We're passionate about what we do. We feed us. We like to people please. We like to feed them. Therefore, you can't possibly charge for something that you feel takes not very much skill to make. Because as bakers, sometimes we feel like we, we can just do it. You know, baking a cake, throwing together a vanilla sponge, whatever that might be. It seems straightforward to us because we do it day in and day out. But a lot of people can't bake and won't bake and don't want to bake. But they'll happily part buy the bakes. We feel that we can't charge them for our value because we undervalue our own worth. So undercharging is so common in our industry. And you hear these stats of businesses that baking businesses and home baking businesses that that never succeed or never kind of they then have to end up closing. It's not necessarily because they were doing anything wrong specifically, but what they probably weren't doing was charging correctly to make their business sustainable. So by undercharging you're doing yourself a disservice as well as your customers because you're not making your business sustainable. And that's why it's really, really important to get on top of your numbers when it comes to pricing. So pricing is subjective. Go look in a, go to a supermarket, go and look at like the fruit and veg aisle, for instance, go and look at strawberries. You see how many different prices there are for strawberries, depending on what you want. There's something for every different type of person who wants a different type of strawberry. Now, I'd probably go for middle-of-the-range strawberries, but there are some people that will only eat organic, and there's some people that think, oh, I'm not going to spend more than a pound on strawberries. It's, that's entirely the customer's choice. The one thing that we shouldn't do is undercharge, because actually, if we know our customers, and I'll do another episode on customers, but if we really know our customers, then they will pay, because people buy from people. So if they want to support local, they'll support local. Half the time, they won't even look at the price. It's, in a way, it's irrelevant to them, but to you, it's really important. Take wedding cakes, for instance. There are hundreds of different prices for wedding cakes. Hundreds. But you have to price it right for you. That's a really important bit. And do not undercharge because you're worth, you've got a skill and you're worth that skill. So charge what you want to. My second point is not costing correctly. It's one thing that I think we we never know how to quite figure out, particularly if you're a home baker or if you've got overhead costs, wherever you're working, however you're doing it, whatever premises you're in, whether it's in your home kitchen or if it's a rented kitchen or if you've got your own own space, you have your own cafe or bakery, it's knowing the, all the overheads, having that full oversight of what the overheads are and incorporating those into your prices. And that includes your gas, your electricity, your internet. You're using internet, I assume, to contact customers. Your water, you're using a space in your house if you're at home. So there's 
the cost of the rent or the mortgage of that. So all of these are little costs that you can put against your business. But because we're doing it in our own house or we don't often sometimes think about whether they should be actually included in what we're doing, but absolutely look at everything. Look at the whole range of stuff, computers, tech. What is it that you're using to make your business operational? Really get down into the nitty gritty detail of all of these little costs that soon add up. They're probably not being reflected in your prices. If you're just looking at your ingredients and then looking at putting a little bit of extra on top and then that's what you're going to charge, then you're, you've missed huge amounts of areas where you should be charging, including one of the things that we do not cost correctly is adding in for our time that we're actually working in our business. We're so often focused on actual costs, physical costs that we can see that we feel like our time is free. It isn't. If someone else was doing it, you wouldn't expect a member of staff to be working for you for free. I see so many bakers when we break down their prices that they're charging themselves like £2 an hour. So you're not even charging yourself minimum wage, which is a bit too long on this episode to get into why we don't need to, you know, we can charge whatever we want for our time. It doesn't matter. You stop having to take your expertise and feeling like they're worth an hourly rate. You don't have to do that. I'm not going to go into that in full details on this episode, but I will do in another one. But really think about what your costs are. Look at everything you're doing, you know, stationary. What, what is it that you're doing? Really think hard about all of those costs and just write them down. Get them all down on a piece of paper. And then you can start to work out, well, actually, I'm forgetting huge amounts of things over here. So I'm making a loss on that. By working out and getting up front on these costs, you can then work out your prices correctly. It will, it will save you so much money as well. That's fine. If you think, well, I couldn't possibly put my prices up that much, you can. You can put your prices up whenever you want, however you want, in whichever method you want. It's up to you. And if people go on, no, I'm not going to buy from you anymore, they're probably not going to be your customer much longer anyway. So let's be real. If you, you don't have to please every single person and you can set your prices relevant to the right customers for you. And again, we'll go into this in another episode. The third mistake that a lot of people make is not adding profit. Now, profit is different to the time you work in your business. They're two different things. What profit allows you to do is it allows your business to grow. So I just, I'm going to take a scenario. So I always plan for worst case because things happen, things go wrong. A mixer breaks, you, you know, you might drop a cake and you have to remake it. When things happen and go wrong, where's that cost coming from? That's coming out of your salary if you've not added a profit. So that's coming out of your time. We are human. Things happen in business that you can't avoid. You've got to build your business for sustainability. You've got to prepare yourself for when things go wrong, when things don't actually go to plan, whether you drop something or a customer then doesn't pay. You can't take that out of your salary. Your business is not you. You're separate to your business. You just work for your business. You've got to get this into your head. And you're a CEO. So it's really important to think in that form. So if something goes wrong in your business, by having that profit, you've got some room to then be able to go and go, okay, well, I've got space to then actually afford these things that break. Or if you need to upgrade your mixer, or if you need to upgrade your equipment, you've got a profit so you can make your business better. 
Profit allows growth and it's okay to take whatever salary you want. That's up to you. You can pay yourself out your business however you want. That is completely subjective. If you've got a certain goal in mind of what you want to earn, work out how you're going to get there. Work it backwards. Work out what you need to sell to get there, what you need to price. It's all a numbers game. And when you're clear on that, you can build a sustainable business that suits the lifestyle you want. And that's really important. You can have the lifestyle you want, what, however you want to build your business, but it's got to work for you, not working for someone else. So you've got to build your business, which is right for you in the right way. And there are many different ways to do that. But again, you know, these, it's not always that easy. It sounds like it's when I'm, you know, sitting here in my chair, speaking on my podcast to you, you might think, oh, well, you know, it's all being well saying it, but I've got 300 things to do and I've got lists lists coming out my ears and I just don't have the time to work this all out. I get it. I have been there. I've been in your shoes. I've totally been in your shoes. I've worked the 80 hour weeks and I know what it's like when you feel like your back's up against the wall and you can't work out quite how to get there. Come and get involved in my group. Come and reach out to me if you're really, really struggling with these things because I can really help here. And there are some really simple fixes that can really revolutionise your business, which we don't always realise because we don't know. It's okay not to know everything. We're all bakers, not necessarily got business heads on ourselves. And it's a learning curve. So it's fine. We'll learn together. We're here to support each other. So come and come and talk to me. The fourth point I've got today is about hidden costs. Now, sometimes we have costs that we just forget about in our business that we don't really incorporate into our, pri- into our prices when we're thinking about them. One of the ones is always packaging. You'd be surprised at how much packaging can cost. And like many things, there is a whole variety of prices for packaging, depending on who your customer is and what you're targeting. So you might be thinking, well, I can't afford the really expensive packaging because I don't have the storage or it's just too much. I can't, I can't absorb the cost. You don't have to absorb the cost. You can pass the cost on. If you know your target audience and your target customer, they like things to look beautiful and that kind of has that wow factor that they open up the box and they're really impressed. They will pay the price for that product. So you can buy the more expensive packaging, but you pass on the cost to them. So think about all of those little hidden costs that you don't expect, the licensing fees, the insurance. So if you never know what insurance to get, make sure you have insurance because that's really, really important to make sure you're covered. All of those little bits that you just forget about, all you know, even if it's just sellotape, <laughs> sellotape or baking tins, whatever that might be. But there's always a few hidden costs that you forget. It might be your email host or you might run some Facebook ads, whatever it might be. Just really Really be honest about what costs you have and what you're not passing on to your customer. Because when I did this exercise, it completely blew my mind of how, when I went through every single product on my menu, and I had a cocktail bar as well, so I had a whole long list of alcohol, as well as teas, coffees, lunches, dinners, cakes. When I worked it all out, and it took me about a week, I realised I was pricing so many things undercharging them so many of them were coming in and some items I was even making a loss on because I hadn't been smart about what I was doing I just guessed because I didn't I, I was had too many things to do and I wasn't really thinking 
And then I realised I had to be smart about it because otherwise the business wasn't going to last, well, last very long because my prices weren't right. So I went through them all and I changed it and I took stuff off that were too, too expensive that I didn't feel that would be within the right price points for my customers. I got rid of them. They just didn't work. Really think about all those hidden costs. In, like, you know, for me, it was takeaway cups. They're surprisingly expensive. So, you know, just think about all of those costs that you've got to build into your pricing. The final point I'm going to make today before I wrap up today's podcast is comparing your prices to others. Now, I have mentioned this on the podcast before, but the reason I'm coming back to it is because this is one of the things that I found gave me the jitters in my business. I've talked about it before where I've looked at every business that was local to me, that was similar to me, that sold similarish products. And I did an entire spreadsheet. I had columns, there was all sorts. And I looked at the prices and what I discovered, there was no consistency. It was completely scattergun. The only thing that was maybe in similar ballpark to everybody else was coffee. And that was the only thing. Because coffee is coffee. You, you kind of, you can't really it changes maybe 50p here or there, but there isn't really much movement in the price because someone's not going to pay £7 for a coffee necessarily. But when I looked at all the pricing, I realised there was no consistency. So I didn't know what, when I was first figuring out how to price everything. So I guessed at my best guess, basically, how much I felt I would pay for it. (laughs) It was the wrong method completely, like I say. But what I shouldn't have done was actually compared myself to others. I should have looked at my own numbers, my own data, because my building costs, my staff costs, my ingredients costs are different for me compared to everybody else, as is my knowledge and time. I might be comparing myself to how much someone else is charging for a cake over the road, but they they might be buying it in. And I made it myself. Why is my worth any less than someone who's charging over the road more for a slice of cake. It shouldn't be. You can charge what you want. So know, know your value, know your worth. One of the things that I also I found very uncomfortable and it took me a while to shift up my mindset was, ah, oh, Victoria, if I, if I sold a whole cake, I'll make whole cakes and sell them on commission sort of thing. And I found this really, really hard to price because they were higher end. We call them high end ticket items as such. So they were cakes that you would obviously buying a whole cake I kind of think well this is how much I would charge for it but then I would be like well why would people buy that when they can go to the supermarket and get one for 250 but I'm not a supermarket supermarket mash produces them and I found this really really hard and actually like great if they want to go to the supermarket this is how I had to compartmentalize it in my brain if they want a supermarket cake they can go to the supermarket if they want a homemade cake full of flavour that is going to be much better received, they can come to me. And I had customers that came back time and time again. Every time they had an event, they brought a cake from me. And even I put my prices up more than once on these individual cakes and they still came back. It, it wasn't as though I was overcharging them or anything like that. And it didn't really matter because that's that's my pricing. That's what I would charge. And to do a bespoke cake, it took time away from other stuff. So I had to charge it accordingly. And it was fine. You know, you can charge what you want. 
there are so many different prices for everything out there. Just knowing who your customer is and working out what your costs are to make your business sustainable. This is what we're talking about, sustainability and growth. We often plan for the short term, thinking about what we can sell each item for. You're a business owner, so you have to think about sustainability and growth. And sometimes at the beginning of your business, it's going to take a while to grow. But if you get your pricing right from day one, it gives you space to grow. It gives you space to build that sustainability. It gives you space to get that customer base built up so that when you get into the second year and third year, you've already got a really great starting point. Just making a few small changes in how you work out your pricing will really, really help you. That's today's episode. So five mistakes to avoid. Undercharging not costing your baits correctly, not adding a profit, forgetting those hidden costs and comparing yourself to everybody else. If you struggle with any of that, I really highly recommend you come and join my masterclass on Tuesday the 30th of January. It's 60 minutes, it's online. You'll get the recording afterwards so you can watch it again. You'll get a workbook, but I'm going to be going through exactly how to work out all of these things And I think you'll find it really useful. And you can ask me questions. I mean, even if you can't join live, just ping me some questions because I know some people struggle. And working out the wholesale price, I get a lot. How do I work out a wholesale price? We're going to go through all of this in the masterclass. It's only £37. So it's (laughs) you'd have to make an extra £1.20 a day, I think, for a month for you to make the money back. So it's huge. And I can absolutely guarantee you'll make it back in absolutely no time. So the investment is well worth it. You get so much value because I really want you to start 2024 with sustainability and profitability in mind. I hope you have a great day as ever. Happy baking. And I will see you the next episode. Thank you for listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose. If you're enjoying this podcast, then please do give it a review. And don't forget to subscribe and follow. If you want to get some useful resources, then do visit my website, bakingboss.net. And give me a follow on social media at Naomi Rose Baking Boss and I am Baking Boss. We'll see you on the next episode.